From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. The Florida Supreme Court has appointed a committee to consider whether a consolidation of the state's 20 judicial circuits is warranted. Roanne Batar has more. The study comes at the request of Florida House Speaker Paul Renner. In a June letter, Renner asked the court to consider consolidation, noting the current boundaries of the state's 20 judicial circuits have been in place since 1969, notwithstanding the significant population and demographic changes over the past 50 years. Renner suggests that consolidation of circuits, quote, might generate substantial cost savings and increase public trust and confidence in the judiciary through greater efficiency and uniformity. Without expressing any view of the merits, the court agreed that the issue deserves, quote, thoughtful consideration and careful study and appointed the 14-member Judicial Circuit Assessment Committee. The panel will be chaired by 4th DCA Judge Jonathan Gerber and will report its findings by December 1st. Board of Governors members Laird Lyle and Braxton Gillum have also been appointed to the committee. Governor Ron DeSantis has signed SB 170, a measure that makes plaintiffs eligible for up to $50,000 in attorney's fees if they can convince a court a local ordinance is arbitrary or unreasonable. Jim Ash has more. Yes, Senator Jay Trumbull's bill also requires local governments to create and post business impact statements before enacting certain ordinances. The legislation requires ordinances to be put on hold while a court considers the challenge on an expedited basis. Ordinances related to budgeting, procurement, or to comply with state and federal mandates would be exempt. DeSantis signed the measure June 29. It takes effect October 1. The Florida Chamber of Commerce, Associated Industries of Florida, and the Florida Association of Counties backed the measure. Most Democrats were opposed. Former Senate Democratic leader Gary Farmer of Fort Lauderdale called the measure a, quote, trial lawyer's dream. The Florida Bar's Special Committee on Mentoring New Lawyers held its final meeting at annual convention ahead of becoming the Standing Committee on Mentoring in July. Our Patrick Ferguson has more. Mark, outgoing President Gary Lesser says he was pleased with all the committee has accomplished since its creation. The group has worked tirelessly over the last year, creating a mentoring program that matches lawyers with less than three years of experience who work in firms of three or fewer lawyers with mentors who have three or more years of experience. Council to Council drives the first-of-its-kind mentoring program, which is administered through the MentorClick app, expertly matches lawyers based on their profiles. When attorneys sign up for Counsel to Counsel, they fill out a brief survey, and the program then provides ratings on the compatibility between mentors and mentees. Lesser said, quote, it's really exceptional, and I thank you very much. It's going to help new lawyers for years to come. Less than 24 hours before his swearing-in at the annual convention, President Scott Westheimer told the Standing Committee on Technology that it'll be coordinating closely with two new tech committees. Jim? Yeah, Westheimer told the committee it'll be working closely with two panels he formed a month ago, a committee on cybersecurity and privacy law and a board committee on artificial intelligence, tools, and resources. Westheimer says the Artificial Intelligence Committee will be looking at such things as AI regulation, how it can help self-represented litigants, and if it could become a member benefit. Westheimer said the Cybersecurity Committee will essentially be a collection of tech and legal experts who will take a more granular approach. Board Technology Committee Chair Alice Sum told the Standing Committee that her panel will act as a, quote, 
air traffic controller to make sure the tech-related committees don't duplicate efforts. Westheimer says technology is especially important this year because the bar is rolling out a NOTA platform that will help members better manage trust accounts and remain in compliance with bar rules. Governor Ron DeSantis signed SB 164 last week, which revises the definition of drug paraphernalia to exclude products that are used to determine whether a controlled substance contains fentanyl. Patrick talked to the bill's sponsor, who said this harm reduction strategy helps reduce the negative consequences of drug use. That's right, Mark. Beginning July 1, fentanyl testing strips are now decriminalized following a signature by the governor. The bill's sponsor, Boca Raton Democratic Senator Tina Polsky, said she was pleased this measure is now law. Polsky said, quote, this legislation was always about prioritizing saving lives, and I hope as a state we continue to help fight drug addiction. With the signing, Florida became the 36th state to pass legislation decriminalizing test strips. The measure was passed unanimously earlier this year by both chambers of the Florida legislature. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Florida Bar's Journal and News Department. For Patrick Farguson, Jim Ash, and Roanne Bittar, I'm Mark Killian. Yeah, Clay Shaw's here, too. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. I'm going to leave that one in.